Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show. I'm your host, Corey Camp, and today I'm excited to have back our featured guest, Viviana Hall. Viviana, if you remember, she was on the show a couple of weeks ago where we talked about just some of the foundations around bilingual education and how we can support students and utilize the theoretical framework of bilingual education in our online and virtual and remote work with our students who are English language learners. Viviana is an international or global language consultant, and I am so excited you're back on the show with us today. Welcome, Viviana. Thank you. Thank you so much, Corey. I am incredibly excited myself, and I know that this is a topic that is really relevant today. So I really thank you for bringing that up in your show. Yeah, I am so excited as well. And, um, you know, today we are taking, we talked about the theoretical piece a few weeks ago when you were on. And I want to, um, if you miss that episode, go check it out. It was episode seven and um, check out our takeaways from it for just a quick breakdown and some resources around um, the, the framework that we're going to bring up again today. But today we're really focusing on some practical applications and really we're looking in um, at that maximizing the transferability of reading skills for those who are learning English as a second language. So what do we mean by transferability of reading skills and why is this important as we begin to think about this? Well, uh, this is an incredibly uh, great connection with what we were doing the last time, because um, if you remember, we talked about the cup theory, the common underlying proficiency theory. And we said that in, at the surface, we can see two icebergs. One represents one language, the other one represents the other language. But what we don't see, what's underneath is that everything is connected. It all comes together. So uh, then we had a little bit of a clip in the video that was showing, you know, the more you pile up in one language, the more you have to transfer. So the idea of transferring reading skills is something that, yes, we definitely need to know how much are we going to be able to help students to grow in their native language so that then they have something that they can transfer into their second language. And some things, some researchers would tell you that some things are transferable just because they happen to have the same type of analysis in your in your brain and the same metacognitive strategies that you're using. Some things we actually need to help the students and point to the cognates and point to things that are more specific. But in general terms, and a way to remember it very easy is the more you have, you know, the word transfer is one of those people uh, are always curious about things that are easy to remember. And this is common sense, basically. The more you have on one side, the more you can transfer to the other side. So that's basically the the concept that we can begin to think about packing a lot of things in that suitcase so that by the time we travel with that transferring, that we have lots that we can take. 
Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned the suitcase. I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about moving boxes, right? The more that I am moving from in my old home into this, this new home or a second home, then the more I have there to transfer. So we want to definitely take inventory. We talked about last time about how to, some ways to identify the current set of skills and move in to um, our, using that in our newer instruction. So You have a video for us today that I'm excited. And so I wanted to, to uh, excited to share. Um, I want you to give a little bit of background though about this video and it's, it's some clips from a webinar. And so um, tell us a little bit more about this as I get this pulled up and ready for us to view. Of course, of course. And and, and you mentioned the, the key point here. It is a complete one hour webinar that has been reduced to three minutes. So you can only imagine. Hyper-focused. I love it. <laughs> you can only imagine how difficult it is to, to really extract from something and, and really just bring some highlights. So we're probably going to leave a lot of people that are just going to be enthusiastic and motivated to see more about it. Uh, but I do want to mention that the most important reason why this video is something that I wanted to bring to the show is because this video was created by somebody who was named the Texas bilingual teacher of the year twice in 2018 and 2019. And the reason why is because in the district where she was working at as a bilingual teacher in a fourth grade classroom, she broke the record two years in a row, a hundred percent writing, writing star, which is in the state of Texas, the the writing exam, which nobody passes. In fact, in this district for 10 years, they haven't even met the meets standards, much less to pass. And she also had about 70% of commended performance within those 100% passing scores. So uh, needless to say, we became very, very, very good friends. And uh, I have been working with her in the development of this webinar. So she brings a lot of experience and she brings a lot of concern about how people need to really know certain, she calls them her secrets, her recipe tips that work incredibly well in the classroom. And my whole idea to work with her and to create these webinars and to make this happen today to share with you is that I would love to see this success that she had replicating everywhere. Can you Mm -hmm. imagine if we can get every English language learner out there to make those marks in our state assessments? And so that's my dream. And that's what I'm trying to do is uh, hoping to be able to bring this as an opportunity to to get other people involved in, in using the strategies that work. And so today in this video, In this three minute video, we're just going to look at some specific things um, and then that will be something we can keep in the back of our minds as we watch and make some notes about things that are important for second language learning in any classroom, really. Yeah, I love that. And and so so giving our, um, first of all, very thankful. I know that um, you were hoping that the teacher who's at the heart of this webinar would be able to join us, but um, she wasn't able to join us today. So maybe in a future episode. So I'm, I'm so excited that she was able to work with you and be able to share her work here on um, the Coach Replay show. Um, it's pretty awesome. I've seen this clip and, and like you, I'm like, oh, like we're, we're limited on time here in our show. So we had to cut clips of that out, but I really am interested in seeing the whole webinar. So we'll let people know how to do that as well. 
But let's give everyone um, maybe two specific look fors as they watch this video. And so um, I know you and I talked before the show that that theoretical foundation should be something that they should recognize from the cup theory. Um, and then what is another thing that they can be looking at as they're looking at the examples from these clips in this webinar clip? I think that uh, even though it's a short video, it can be very evident that we can actually see how it develops from a understanding of where the students are. So from a zone of proximal development, where they are, and then moving into a lesson that is delivered in a very scaffold uh, delivery plan and with the same way in which we always do our lessons with a gradual release of responsibilities. So you will be able to see uh, at what point we're doing something that is the I do for the teacher. And then at what point uh, she's doing the we do of both of us working together. And at what point she's leaving that for the student to be able to continue on, on their own. So that's something that, yes, we as we keep it in mind, we can uh, actually identify it in these clips. And then the other thing that we can identify it and that it, this to me is the real takeaway is that, uh, you know, I'm saving the best for last, the, the lesson plan, because uh, what we're doing is we're creating a framework that can be replicated anytime, anywhere, in any lesson with any students. We mentioned uh, briefly, briefly in our last conversation that when you write your lessons, keeping your uh, students in the margin in mind, you're actually including everybody. So this is what this lesson framework, and, and we call it the sequence map. That's what we call it. It was uh, created by my organization, which is Global Vida, with, with I work with Luz Roth, the teacher of the year we were just mentioning. And so we created a sequence map that if you take something with you today, make that the framework of the sequence map, something you can start doing. It's simple, it's an easy thing to replicate, and it really, really works. It works incredibly well with students who are learning a second language, so it works with everybody. I love that. All right. So let's um, let's go. I'm going to put your look fors here at the bottom, looking for the theoretical foundation, the sequence of learning, and then the planning in these examples. And we'll take a moment to watch this uh, three and a half minute clip. Perfect. We recommend that you show a sequence map like this one to your students to keep them informed of what they are learning during the lesson. Also, this map helps the teachers stay organized and have a complete focus lesson. The first and last boxes are always the same for all lessons. At the beginning of the lesson, the teacher starts by setting up the rules, small group jobs, and the objectives, always ending the lesson with a closure, including a review of the academic and thematic vocabulary, a review of the objective, and a reflection of the lesson. The objective for teachers and parents is you will learn a variety of simple yet successful strategies that will facilitate the teaching process and the learning experience of English grammar using the five W's. The objective for students is, students will be able to recognize, identify, classify, practice, and analyze how to use the five W's where, when, who, what, how, why, during oral and written expression and reading comprehension in order to write meaningful and complete sentences during the thematic units of safety and environment. On the first anchor chart, 
the teacher shows her students the possible answers to the first question of oral and written expression and reading comprehension, when. These responses express the measures of time, such as days, months, dates, etc. Students use their previous knowledge to complete the cloud map with their ideas on the question when. Then they classify these ideas on the graphic organizer into the categories shown here. For example, under days, they would list Sunday, Monday, yesterday, today. Under months, January, February, two months ago, semester. Under others, next year, last night, during the Civil War. For example, Susana and Rosalia classified these cards as follows. On the plate, when they put the cards snowy day, rainy day. On the plate, where they place the cards house, village. On who, the cards nurse, boy, danger. On the plate, did what, the cards showering, climbing up, started a fire, dancing. On the paper plate, why, they placed the cards bored, tired, in love, emergency. Next, they select the cards rainy day, house, nurse, dancing, and bored. Finally, they place them on the paper strip in the correct sequence and write the sentence. During a rainy day inside her house, the nurse started dancing because she was bored. Susana and Rosalia used the rubric cups and evaluate their sentence. All right, so... Um, Viviana, I, I love, first of all, this visual, I use plates a lot when I'm working with my kids at home. And so I was like, oh, I'm not the only one who writes on plates for, you know, building words and sites. And so I, I love these, both of these examples, we saw for the movement from a mini lesson and moving from a cloud map to starting to classify to taking that into a little bit more hands-on with the plates and then building sentences. Isn't that amazing that uh, that's exactly, exactly what we need to take away from this video is that if we begin with a lesson plan that has a sequence, a, a certain order, that mm -hmm. sequence, it says it in the lesson, the teacher says, we recommend you use this to show it to your students. They need to know where they are. They need to know what's coming up next. They need to know when they're gonna be finished and what's gonna be the last activity they do. And that's involving them in the whole process. So that is one of the things that uh, at the beginning, you always, always do this. And you notice the three boxes in the middle, well, the empty boxes, because that's where you change. That's where the lesson mm -hmm. can be social studies. It can be science. It can be math, anything. Uh, but the beginning is always going to be your objective, your rules. And in the end, it's always going to be your vocabulary, your objective again, and a reflection. What goes in the middle, you decide based on what you just named, based on what is something I can do with my whole group, which will be the I do, what is something I can do that is hands-on. And in this video, we heard just a little bit of uh, Susana and Rosalia are working. So obviously this is where they're 
are working together. This is the we do. And then eventually uh, we would have an, an activity after these centers that are in the last part of the video, there's one more activity that's the writing activity where they will all be working independently. So, so this is a very nice way in which we can put together some of that information that is so relevant for any, any teacher and you nail it. This is going home and is creating miracles because it's paper plates. And it is color paper and it is crayons and markers. So when teachers watch this video, and that's why we have the objective is for teachers and for parents, because parents are now also our teachers at home. Mm -hmm. We want them to be doing things that are exciting and we want them to be doing things that are hands-on. A parent cannot help if the student, the only thing he's doing is right on the screen. What right. is the parent's role there? But if you got paper plates and if you got a, a, a couple of markers and if you got a few uh, cards, flashcards, then you get the parent involved and then the parent is going to be excited. And then it becomes something that really, really continues this momentum of learning is fun and learning is something we all have access to. So. So I am so happy that you're also into the uh, paper plate and manipulative type of <laughs> I thought I was the only, I thought I was the only one. We used to do sight word smash and all kinds of things. But yeah, I think it's, um, it, as we start to think about how can we recreate. So the other thing that I love about this and the paper plates, just as a, as a simple example uh, is if I am a virtual learner and I am at home, I can use the things around me. I don't have to have a laminator and a fancy set of pens or any of that. I can just use a couple of things from around the house to, um, to get my, my, my students up and engaged in the learning. So yeah. I want to invite our, uh, go ahead, go ahead, Viviana. No, I was going to say that uh, it is exactly what, what we haven't been able to show for the rest of the webinar, that the one hour webinar is full of ideas and, and it mm -hmm. with paper plates and it moves on to a, a, a lunch sacks and, and it has a lot of other uh, pieces of paper of colored uh, note paper you put inside a protector sheet, a color paper, and it becomes such a magical resource. Mm -hmm. Write on and erase with your dry erase and change yeah. it. It makes hands-on experiences something that really interests students in learning. And I, yesterday I happened to be in, in one class where I was uh, observing a, a, a Spanish camp that we, we do with children who are learning Spanish as a second language. And the whole activity for the day was to create a paper paper projector so that we could talk about movies. Because that's another thing is we don't teach language by using language. We teach language by using a context. So mm -hmm. a movies and the excitement of this kiddo working on this. By the time I finally got the mom on the, on the camera with me, I said, I hope we didn't make a lot of mess. And she said, oh, no, he is just as happy as he can be. He loves this. So it works. Yeah. It really does work. Yeah, it's engaging for them. So as I think about the the role of instructional leaders who are um, 
alongside teachers, helping them as, as they're working on maybe some co-lesson planning or they're giving feedback on lesson plans, helping teachers remember the, the cup theory, that common underlying, and then also helping them think through the learning sequence and think about the different possibilities within that. So I think this webinar that you um, that you have is, is a really good one for instructional leaders who are supporting teachers who they may not want to ask their teacher to watch an hour long webinar now, but they can pull things from there to then support right. their teachers. Are you, is there anything else you can think of as you begin to think yeah. about this practical application and how instructional leaders can be supporting teachers in that? I think you, you just gave me a great idea of how coaches can be really the ones internalizing the webinar and extracting things like we just did, right? Like a three mm -hmm can be so incredibly full of ideas and things that we can do. And the part that I really would encourage uh, coaches to work with is uh, when we looked at the objectives just now, it was very quick to be able to remember, but in those objectives, when it talks about the student side of the objectives, we have color coded what was the learning objective and what was the language objective. Mm -hmm. And that's something that our coaches really could help our teachers a lot with because that's that's a little bit of a struggle. We hear it in theory. We must be able to put these two together. We must be able to work with that. But And then the teachers, uh, if they don't have the coach to guide them and to help them with this piece, they end up doing things that are separate. Oh, this is when I did the reading. This is when I did the writing. This yes. is making everything in one cohesive piece of lesson that works with everything together. So that was very um, quickly in, in, our, in our lesson for today, but it's something that you can extract from the webinar and that you can make an effort to watch with every teacher Notice, this is the learning objectives. It was talking about identified, classified. It was talking about verbs that really, if you think about it, go with Bloom's taxonomy. So those mm -hmm. are your learning objectives. But then after you have the students able to identify it and classify it and organize and name, then you move on to working with oral expression, reading, writing examples, and that, that's how you incorporate the language piece. So th that to me is a, is a real good opportunity for coaches to help teachers, regardless of classrooms. We think that only bilingual teachers should be thinking about learning objectives and language objectives, but really every teacher does, and, and they do an amazing job. Sometimes we just haven't been able to name it. We don't know mm -hmm. that we're win it, but it is already happening. And it's just a matter of making a conscious effort to be sure that it's always included. Yeah, definitely. And and I think there's some power as an instructional leader to help teachers name things so then and identify them so they can replicate them. Because especially this year, I we experience a lot of teachers who um, are doing great things, but because they are just trying to survive right now and and make sure that their students are are excelling, they may not notice those things. So I definitely see our coaches being able to say, "This was great," and here's why it was great. By the way, in case in case you didn't really have that transferred in your brain about the the how you're utilizing that theory in action but then also sharing that with others so they can see it. I wanna take a minute to um, just highlight your takeaway for the, that you put together for 
everyone today. And the fact that if you want to see the full webinar, which I highly recommend, I'm going to be checking it out. <laughs> you can find Viviana's information at the very bottom, connect with her, reach out to her, send her a DM, and um, she can get you access to that one hour webinar. But again, just thinking about some of the key things that we saw in this example, um, feel free to play back this Coach Replay episode. If you're listening on podcast, I recommend you go check out the video that we shared because there were some really great visuals, but I would freeze frame almost on that objectives where you do have it color coded between the learning objectives and the language objectives. So yeah, great, great stuff. And the other piece that you mentioned from the video clip that is also important is the, the part where the mini lesson is featured. And I only put like 50 seconds of that mini lesson. Mm -hmm. That mini lesson has a lot that you can also make uh, conversations. If I was a coach, it's a, it's a great opportunity to go with what we can do to prepare the teachers. So for your pre-conference, perfect for your observation whether or not the teacher was adapting and for your post-conference unbelievably good because what you're doing is in the mini lesson the teacher is creating an anchor chart in this case was the, the question when but mm -hmm. at the same time the student is following up with a semantic map where they're writing down in different columns how they classify the segments of times in different ways <clears throat> it could be days it could be months it could be phrases like uh, during the civil war. So this is something that uh, coaches will definitely be able to maximize and utilize. And another thing that I, I don't know if I mentioned is this, this 5Ws webinar, which is the name of the actual strategy, the 5Ws strategy, it's actually available in both English and Spanish. So uh, if you have bilingual teachers who prefer to watch this in Spanish, uh, I have the versions that are not a translation is a version of the English uh, classrooms and a version for the Spanish classrooms, but it is using the same material, the, the plates and the, all the fun is it. still there in both. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Viviana, for coming back on the show today. Um, I do hope our, our listeners take advantage of the webinar opportunity that you've presented to them and download the takeaways. Um, I know we'll have you back on the show again sometime soon. If you viewers have any specific questions or topics you'd like Viviana to come back and talk on um, to support our bilingual students, let us know in the comments. So comment below um, or shoot us a message anywhere on social media or in email. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. And, and definitely, I will be very, very, very honored if uh, we can get some solutions to things that are going on right now that might be something that the audience will send to you and, and you can forward to me and we'll work on, on solutions for things that are coming now that probably we need to work together to be able mm -hmm. to resolve. So I have very, very, very good uh, connections with people who are in the field of bilingual education who work with me. So if there's anything we can do to help, please uh, count on me. I love that. Well, thank you again, Viviana. Thank Audience. You. Tune in next week for another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay, Replay Show. To, uh, next week, we have Kathy Renfrew back on talking about science. So um, we've got some great focuses that are coming to you this month. Um, but she's going to be talking about embedding science into your everyday, especially in today's world and the importance of doing that. So I will see you all next Friday for another episode of the Sydney Coach Replay Show. 
Thank bye, you. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.